Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. It's think. even better to see you. Your hair looks so so beautiful today. Uh, well, I actually cut my hair, uh, and it didn't. <laughs> Let's just say this: not all gays are hairdressers. <laughs> I didn't get out the bowl, but you know. Not <laughs> well, it looks beautiful. I mean, I did get that out the bowl, but there was food in it. <laughs> Do you find yourself going on any dates this summer, Bunny? No, I'm not really willing to share my space due to COVID. No, I'm, I'm trying to act like guys are beating my door down. No, they're not. But I'm not, you know, <laughs> I, I, after being such a slut for so long, I never really have to sit back and regret and think, oh, I wish I'd blown those two gorgeous uh, Puerto Rican security guards <laughs> at Limelight when I was on Five Hits of Ecstasy, because guess what? I did. So, you know, it's like... Um, say, that's a very specific reference. <laughs> well, honey, it stuck with me, okay? Oh, stuck in me, stuck with me. Ooh. Okay, a, wait, wait. Both of them at the incredible. same time? Oh, yeah, and giving you all that stuff. You Yeah, you like his dick. Yeah, oh, suck it. Yeah, suck my friends. It, you know, just oh, on and on like that. Of course it was God. on. Especially since it was my parents dressed up like Puerto Rican men. <laughs> yeah, it was my parents in a, in a hot scene. <laughs> oh, my God. You are Now twisted. you're getting you turned sick. on. 
Now you're getting turned on now that, now that you know that it was my parents. Before you were like, oh, gross. But now that you know, <laughs> what are you doing, Monet? Since I'm, I'm having no dates you know, and cutting my own hair. Yeah, me too. You know, I have I've been chatting with a few gentlemen in my life. But, you know, nothing is hitting. Nothing is sticking. And, you know, it just is what it is. I'm just having fun in my early 30s being 31, flirty, and thriving, as Jennifer Garner would say. And I'm just living my best life, girl. Okay. Well, that's all any of us can do. And, you know, there have been some new twists and turns with the coronavirus that are not good. I know. But I do want to remind everybody that... And it, I don't know how the weather is in where you are, but in New York, which is not the warmest place... We can do outdoor stuff safely until October when it turns cold. So, I mean, we've been... Well, I will say, no, in New York, all last year... All last year, they people, there was outdoor dining in like the in the bleak of winter. In like there was snow on the ground. There was still outdoor dining. So New York will outdoor dine all year round. And and you can always go for walks and meet people outside and have a damn picnic. And you know, it's not. I mean, I looked at some of the photos of uh, Lollapalooza. Is that a difference between Lollapalooza and Lala? I think it might be a newer thing. I, I guess Miley Cyrus was the uh, hangover. I mean, the headliner. And uh, same thing. And you know, I uh, the crowd was huge. I mean, I, you know, COVID is not transmissible as much outside uh, as it is inside, unless you're in big crowds. And this looked like, you know, many thousand. So I I don't know. Really? I didn't even see pictures of this. Yeah. I mean, so what what's happening, you know, briefly is that, you know, people are who are vaccinated are getting breakthrough, they're called, cases of COVID. And Sometimes the symptoms are so mild that one guy interviewed in Provincetown said, had he not been on vacation, he would have gone to work with these symptoms, you know, like congestion, mm -hmm. headache, yeah. um, sore throat. I mean, honey, who are you telling? That's a good night out. Okay, that's a visit to the dick dog. I know. Okay. I know. Girl, I mean, we've I'm all been there when you have stuck the dick too hard and, you, and, 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 and the back of your throat start burning. You're like, oh, no, I done got the gonorrhea back there, girl. But it's just, you know, a good night. Oh, no, you were definitely not there. No, none of on any of those occasions <laughs> that I was getting down, honey. No, you were not there. <laughs> you were not invited. <laughs> you were not featured. <laughs> and you did not have a peephole. Um, oh, one any, would anyway, say that it's, maybe it's, my invitation was canceled. Like, the baby was canceled from Lollapalooza. That's, was, was he? Oh, is that true? So can I not play levitating? Because yes, I love levitating. I love Dua Lipa levitating. Uh, oh, is, Can is, I not is he play on that? that song? Yes, he is. I'm interested in, in DaBaby because everyone, you know, Elton John came out and blasted him with uh, saying, you know, he's homophobic. Madonna schooled, unquote, him, saying that, you know, AIDS is not a death sentence and hasn't been for ages because of, you know, medicines and whatever. So what DeBaby said that has everyone on his case is basically, um, uh, don't come in. He said at a concert, don't come in here mm -hmm. if you got AIDS or one of those diseases where you're going to drop dead for t in two weeks, which is 
evil, you know. Uh, then he said, ladies, put your buddy? lighters up if your pussies smell like water. Yeah. So my lighter at home, I was watching a live stream, went up instantly because my pussy smells like water. Um, <laughs> and I, 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 I guess that's a way of him saying that he doesn't want any women's pussy who to smell like anything other than water. So he wants to get pussy because he's straight. And his next comment shows that he doesn't love gays. Uh, but he's insulting women's pussy. I mean, pussy your pussy definitely smells smell like, like water. It's definitely water from... Your, your pussy smells like water from Flint, Michigan, bitch. Ooh, bong water. Um, wrong water. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> does not smell like water. Um, so, uh, and then the last thing was something about if you are an in... All you N-words, uh, you know, who don't come... Put your lighters up if you didn't suck a dick. In the parking lot, and I got really upset. And then, I, until I realized, oh no, that was a park that I sucked to dick in, not a parking lot. But anyway, <laughs> so this, there was this huge outcry, and you saw it, of course. Yeah, yeah, outcry. people are really upset at him. But honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't understand why people are confused. Like this is very in line with a lot of things he's done. There was this viral video of him on the Shade Room a, a few months ago, where he was walking through a crowded place performing he was walking i guess to the stage and security's around or whatever and one of his fans like she put her she put her phone in his face to try to take a picture and he literally punched her he like punched this woman in the face he has done other like really disgusting things in the past i don't understand why people are so surprised and he has said crazy remarks before and his name is the baby he's a he's literally a toddler he's a child as he is he's saying this this, this very nonsensical moronic stuff so i don't yeah. i'm not surprised by this behavior but a lot of people are coming out about it dua lipa she did it she she posted an instagram story and she said i'm surprised and horrified at the baby's comments i really don't recognize this as a person i worked with i know my fans know where my heart lies and that I stand 100% with the LGBTQ community. We need to come together to fight the stigma and ignorance around HIV and AIDS. So people are speaking out about it, which is good. But this is this seems on brand for this fucking dude. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know any of the previous stuff that he'd done. I mean, my mm -hmm. response is, oh, a black a uh, rapper is rude or white rapper a rapper rap that's what rappers do they say they talk about you know i, I mean they 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 can be a little antisocial can't they I mean, you know the the, yeah. the fuck you attitude the the mis that often called out for misogyny um i mean this they they, oh, yeah. they want to go hard and sometimes i feel like because this is a celebrity involved and maybe that's because he has mm -hmm. extra reach as a celebrity, but there are things that I and many other people have said at their live shows to indicate who they are to their crowd, which taken out of context can sound a lot worse than they are. And, and this is just a silly thing that a Brenda Darling said, who I loved working with at the Monster and thought she was very funny. And in fact, this got a laugh. Mm -hmm. She said, who got the Pfizer vaccine? And some who, people who got it said, yeah. Who got the Moderna vaccine? People said, yeah. They said, who got the Johnson Johnson before they could say anything? She said, get the fuck out of here. Presumably because it's, <laughs> you know, less effective. And I mean, it was so silly, but it's, if you took that out of context, I 
you know, it could make Brenda look a lot worse than she is. She knew that she was with her people and that they would understand the humor in that or, or the outrageousness of it to, to literally suggest that you're going to tell people with one vaccine to get out. You know what I mean? So sometimes I think that these are, that things are driven by celebrity. And, and I also, I don't want to police what people say to their crowd that, I mean, look, they're there. They paid for the baby. So I, I, I don't know if this, to me, this doesn't strike me as the biggest deal. It's rude. Well, yes you know? and no. Like, I feel like making jokes about a Johnson & Johnson vaccine, and it, I, I, don't, I feel like it's a false equivalency to compare that to something someone says at a drag show about, about the Johnson & Johnson vaccine compared to the baby t- uh, 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 telling people with AIDS. Because you can, you can identify that what Brenda's saying is satire. She's being funny. And you can, you can, but people know what... Uh, um, the impact is way greater than the intention of what Brenda's joke is. I mean, about, about what the baby's joke is. And I just, I don't think it's the same thing. And I think that you also have to look at... Uh, I don't even know if um, it was a joke. Past... I mean, I don't know if they, if that was even a joke or just something he says to make him look harder. You know, I, I don't know much about him other than this. And then I realized he was on uh, Levitating. But... I just, I thought that the response was really uh, huge. Because, I mean, for one thing, black people are very much affected by HIV. It's what started as a gay thing very much became a gay and black yeah. thing. So that's actually ignorant to his own, you know, community. I mean, that's, that's, but yeah, are we going to pretend that straight guys say things like, I don't want no AIDS or, or something like that. I mean, this is how, if you're if you're positioning yourself as a rough, tough, hard, you know, ride or die, you know, rapper, by definition, you're not sensitive. Yeah, you know? I, I I get that, and this this is something that is synonymous with like rappers and rock stars, like 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 rock and roll people, like they they share this like similar like anarchists, fuck you, I'm hard, I'm tough, whatever. Like they share those things, but at the same time, uh, again, you have to look at past behaviors and how that person operates and how they behave. If you are walking through audiences and you have a history of of, of hitting women at your shows, literally physically assaulting f- female fans of yours. And saying nasty things about queer people previously, of course, when you when you when you make a statement to stand on a stage in front of I don't know how many people were at this wherever wherever he said this, and you stand up and say that, of course, people are going to receive it wrong. Brenda Darling doesn't have a history of shaming and mocking people like that, so you have to take into account past behaviors. And with that being with, said, Lola Palooza, t- they decided to drop him. Lola Palooza did a tweet and they said Lola Palooza was founded on diversity, inclusivity, respect, and love. With that in mind, the baby will no longer be performing at Grant Park tonight. Young Thug will now perform at 9 p.m. on the on the Bud Light Seltzer uh, Bud Light Seltzer stage. And G Herbo, who the fuck is G Herbo? Will perform at 4 p.m. I don't even know who <laughs> these people are. I don't know who G Herbo is. I don't really know anything about the baby besides his bad behavior. And I can't even, I can't, I do know Young Thug. Young Thug, I know him from um, Beyonce, um, check up on it. So Young Thug, yes. These other okay. people, G Herbo, what a stupid name. Well, you are uh, clearly losing. Monet, Monet. Exchange, that's I mean, the name. You are no longer in touch with the streets. You are no longer hooked up <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
You are no would you, longer. Bernie, would you? Bout would it, you? Bout it. Would you let? <laughs> uh, would, would you let um, the baby hate fuck you? Uh, with he would fall in love with this pussy, honey, and then I'd tell him I have HIV. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> That's some shade. No, I, I, I just think that I, I think that that is that. I mean, like you know, the hip hop attitude, whether it's the beef between different artists, it is hard. It is rough. It is evil. And sometimes it's clever. And I don't think that what he said was clever. But and I, you know, I just I. I don't know as someone who works on the edge when it comes to humor if I'm going to lose gigs because of the way people interpret what I've said on stage. Possibly just riffing or trying out something stupid, not part mm -hmm. of my set you know, act, but also it's an irresponsible bad boy. That is a hip, that's the image that hip hop uh, artists sell records with common is not sell it well common is not is, that common is the nicest and sweetest man ever that's what i'm saying that it's like that you you want the one who's dodging bullets as 50 cent bragged you know you know people i saw people defending 50 cent say yo he took a bullet so that's that's not it, they don't value the sensitive ones as much i will say this lil nas mm -hmm. x has a new song called industry baby and i heard maybe about it. this I seen it yet. is why it's imp maybe well the video features a prison scene where everyone is naked in the shower and i will they've scrambled everyone's private parts and i will say that i did pause the video occasionally in case an old perv dirty old tran like me could maybe see something i could not but um <laughs> it's a it's a very big budget video however maybe we should maybe this makes us a pre maybe the baby makes us appreciate an out gay rapper and the positive messages that Lil Nas X sends to people yeah. in, to those who like hip hop. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Shall we move on to the next uh, uh, thing on the docket, which is, okay, so I am not a sports person, but I what? love oh, Olympic Monet, stop it. I, I cannot believe what you're saying. You know how integral <laughs> sports is to every part of what I do. <laughs> but this every four years, I tune in, I tune in religiously for the for the Olympics because I love it so much. I love indoor volleyball, I love beach volleyball, I love gymnastics, obviously because I'm, I'm I'm a fag, and I love uh, uh, track and <gasps> field. And also, girl, everyone's talking. Have you seen this year? I think the track and field dudes they're trying to be funny because their dicks are literally on display. They are wearing no cuppage, and it's just boners everywhere. Have you seen this? Um, no, I have not. <laughs> Maybe I need to watch more of it. 
I have not seen yes, that. Yes, you need to, girl. It's everything. Um, you, you really? just, let, let's just say uh, Usain is definitely showing his boat, okay? And his boat is beautiful. Anyway. Well, I remember a couple uh, years ago, bring- a, a couple years ago, Facebook, I, I put up a picture mm-hmm. of, that was in news articles of the winner of the running thing, and he had some an impressive bulge in his shorts, and they, they banned <laughs> me for it. And I'm like, wow, the all-sensors must not have much of a bulge in your shorts because it was like, you know, this this photo was in news magazines all over the place. I mean, please, what what, what are we going to fight for gay rights if gays can't drool online at well-hung athletes? Give me a break. <laughs> You know? <laughs> and so uh, 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 Simone Biles, obviously she is literally one of the, not one of, they, they're saying the greatest gym, one of the greatest gymnasts of all time. She has had plenty, like she, her, she's just so good. As y'all, I'm, I'm not, I can't, I'm not educating y'all about, about Simone Biles. Everyone knows how fierce this woman is. She is literally one of the best of all time. Anyway, she had a she moment. Stole in, um, she when, stole my act. She stole my act. She stole my act. She yeah. was going. Um, they were doing uh, the first round of the of the of the um, team final, and off the first event, the vault. She it was so out of character for her where she did not land properly, and she was clearly not in a good headspace, and she dropped out of the team final. And then now people are, and she's also subsequently dropped out of um, individual finals. She dropped out of vault, and then also um, uneven bars. And she's attributing it all to taking care of her mental health. She was like, I don't trust myself, and I don't feel like I can do this. And she's like, I'm taking care of me. And I'm like, go off. More people should be that way. But America is letting this little black woman have it, girl. They're like, she's an American. I can't believe she would do this to our country. How dare you? And I'm like, what is wrong with people? It's insane. Are Is it right-wing people who are mostly saying this? That, that yes, she of course. Is a disgrace to, to, to the, the country? Um, I mean, Simone Biles pulled out of the Olympics citing mental health issues. And I once had a guy named Mm -hmm. Simon pull out of me because of dental health (laughs) issues. No, just kidding. Uh, uh, Sorry. Uh, I I once competed in in synchronized rimming, but I failed to place. Oh, my Uh, God. (laughs) Um, I competed in the sun. (laughs) I did compete in the Suntan Olympics, but I only got bronze. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, Monet is laughing at the color of my skin. You see what she's doing here? Yeah, I mean, so I've seen... We also wanted to talk a little bit about Sha'Carri Richardson, which is a different case, but it's also young black women athletes being thrust into the media... And everyone putting whatever they think should be, uh, you know, racial justice or whatever on these women's head. Now, these women Mm -hmm. are thrust into the spotlight by um, the media um, as heroes Mm -hmm. and, you know, I don't know what a precedence is because I'm also not knowledgeable about sports with someone like Simone 
quitting, but people on the left are saying, you do you, and people on the right are saying, you embarrassed us. You know, part of, being, part of doing the competition is, you know, is knowing if you're mentally fit, physically fit to do the competition because you're representing the country. So while I don't have right. any desire to cheer for teams or, I mean, you know, I guess the best, the best country, the best you know, should, should win in the, the sports. Um, I, I don't quite understand. I, I guess I'm in between the left and the right on this because I don't understand how you can build someone up and say she's the greatest female athlete, the fastest. And then she says, oh, at, at the biggest moment, I'm going to say I'm not well. Did, was there any more known about that? I mean, if she's not well, don't do it. I, look, I read a whole article about a former gymnast saying that it, those things are so difficult that they do, that you're, it, you, you need body memory because you're doing things that don't make any sense physically and your body memory has to be fully intact so that when, you don't really know what you're doing up in the air. You're just like spinning. And until the coach shouts, do this. You you don't really you, your mind you know it's just, it's like a muscle memory I'm not saying body memory so You're I mean right. th this is yeah, way more memory, involved yeah. than I have to but how do you at one how do you obviously I don't have much muscle or memory but how do you build someone <laughs> up and say you're the greatest athlete and then say you know oh okay that's great so, okay fine you know when she decides to you know not be able to use all that training. I mean, has this happened a lot? I don't know. I, I don't know. A, a no, this is the first time. This, this is the first time she's she's ever done this. And I think. And I think you know we don't know what is going on in her life. You know, uh, uh, much like a lot of these. You know, you, you you can you can say something similar to Brittany. Like we don't know like what's like going on in their lives. But you know. There are probably many factors. A, you're doing this competition, which I was I was reading some articles about how there's a, how like so many Japanese people don't even want these Olympics to happen. They're like there are so many protests about the Olympics happening in Tokyo by Japanese people, but the IOC, which is the International Olympic Committee, they're like, oh, we're doing this. So like the like the country well, does it, not want protest. this shit to happen. That's number one. Uh, yes, and the the protests are because um, COVID is exploding there. And uh, they didn't want right, the Olympics right. to come there for, for that reason. Are, are there other reasons they're protesting that I'm not that I'm not aware of? Is that the main reason? COVID? No, I think I, I think it's it's uh, yeah. I, I think COVID is the main reason. So you have so, you, so you're doing the Olympics in a in a in a global pandemic. We don't know what's going on at home with family, whatever. And then you also the pressure of people building you up as the greatest of all time in gymnastics. And then you're and then and then you're she's literally doing every move that she's doing is literally named after her because she's so good. So it's also, there are just, just so many layers to it that I could never fathom as someone who can barely dribble a ball. Not, and by barely, I mean literally can't. So I can't, again, but this is her thing. This is her art. This is what she does. So it's, it's a different situation. But there's a lot of pressure to that. And, and I can't speak to that. I don't know what that feels like. So I'm not going to sit here and say, I can't believe she's doing this to us because I can't. I literally can't. So I think it's unfair well, and, for people and, to look at and, the situation and, and be like, you one, knew what you were doing. You she, knew you were going to the Olympics. You know that you're the best in the world. So you should just suck it up and do it. I, I think that's very unfair for people to even make that claim. But wouldn't some of that be part of teamwork? Like, you know, coming through for your team that you trained with and, and all this? I, I, you know, because I just... 
I mean, obviously, you need to, to, to I, mean, I don't know. To, to me, I can understand people say, if she know that she know that her, if she got over there and snapped, and she knows that something is not mm-hmm. right, and she shouldn't do it, that she should not do it. Um, but it, it is wild to build it up, and then at the moment where it's show and prove, you don't have anything because you are mentally unfit. So I'm sure there's an unbelievable st- pressure put on her that can make anyone snap. Um, you know, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah. 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 I think I, I yeah, I know it's, 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 it's a tricky thing. And the Simone Biles is one issue. And then you have the Shikari, uh, drama on the other side, which girl, and I was fully supporting Shikari because you know, obviously, I so you and I are both people that support cannabis use. We're all for the use of marijuana recreationally, mar- uh, medically, whatever, w- whatever your poison is, pick it. But girl, she's a very, very, very big homophobe. She's a fucking homophobe. Well, like I mean. mean. <laughs> I, is she? I mean, what what did she say? Yes. Okay, first of all, first of all, let me just say, I thought she was. They were saying that she was bi. Nope. We're she talking posted, about she, she tweeted this on. She, yeah, she, she she tweeted this on March 29, twenty twenty one. If you support Lil Nas X, you can follow me. Then she tweeted on um on on the seventeenth of August, two thousand fifteen. If you a nigga and you wear pink, die in a pit because you're gay as fuck. She said, she also tweeted, I do not get the whole concept of gay girls going to prom with guys. Like, and she said, and then someone said, do you believe people are born gay or choose to be gay? She said, you choose to be gay. And she had this whole discourse about what that means. And um, can, yeah, can, so she so, is. Uh, so, so can this talented athlete who is very young, can the internet not be a space for her to be wrong in? I don't know. No, no, I'm not she, saying she's that. From, she's from the South. You know, we're backward. You know, I mean, I, 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 I did hear about the homophobic stuff. I also heard that she was by um, herself, but that is separate. The tweets she made about gay stuff that is separate from uh, her abilities, and she used weed. And oh yeah, got for sure, for out. sure. Um, uh, I, I mean, you know, it's it's like yes, that was an official statement. Ebony and Irony Podcast supports legal weed, <laughs> um, and we both use weed. Um, so, you know, but here is one thing that I am noticing. Um, I think that um, a lot of black people are eager for a heroin. and um, oh, for sure. So that that they, they I mean, I'm looking at. Yeah, I mean, because there was another thing that I didn't even quite get to on Naomi Osaka, who I guess is part black, part Japanese. Japanese I don't know. Yeah. But I'm looking mm-hmm. at an article called All the Black Women in the U.S. Are Tired. And there's Naomi, there's Simone, and there's Shikari. And, um, you know, she's the, the author is saying they're women of color. Osaka has a Japanese mother and a Haitian father, while Biles and Richardson are African-American. And they made headlines recently due to decisions they made to support their mental health. I did not know that Shikari's was to support her mental health. All three have something in common, which I very much understand. The struggle of color face in exercising self-care. Now, I have heard this, that, that in whatever field, 
black people are the pressure is put on them to be more excellent, have fewer problems, don't be the angry black woman. So do you, I mean, is that something that is felt in the black community? Because, honey, I never agree with, 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 um, with uh, uh, Joe Biden on much. But when he, mm -hmm. he said that she, the Shakari broke the rules by using weed before the competition, that is true. And it was very tough to hear that her mom had died while training. Anything yeah. that would make not just black people, but in, even my hard heart sympathetic to her. And if she needed a little weed to get by, as I often do, I mean, you know, but I'm not in the Olympics. So, I mean, you, you surely right. competing in sports, the rules are what the sport is all about. It, well, it's what was Shakari doing to, 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 do, do self-care was that to have the joint when her mom had died because i mean imagine being that young and having a mom that died and wearing an orange wig long fake nails and fake eyelashes <laughs> as it is revealed oh that you God. are homophobic <laughs> you know i mean i i this the shikari one was so fucking wild you know because all these little things you know did come in but but so is there this um, longing for uh, this area where black women excel for it to just go without problems because black people want a hero. You know? I will say I mean, the concept of black people um, wanting uh, he heroes and heroines that look like us. Yes, that is a very real thing. That that is a very real thing that I feel. I think that is a big reason why Black Panther was a movie that felt that that was so successful because we saw we saw this dystopian reality, this future where black people were never affected by colonialism. Black people saw us in our full power, in our full regalia, not being not being enslaved, not being subservient, and we were able to thrive and, and flourish. I think that's a big part of why Black Panther was so successful. And that mimics itself in real life, is like you wanna see these black athletes, black, black actors, black, black entertainers, black singers, black lawyers, whatever it is, whatever it is that you put as your, as, a, as your hero or your heroine, you wanna see them thrive and be so good because it's, it's a beautiful thing to see people from that look like you be so successful and be and and be literally the best in that thing because it feels like for some in some part of reality you weren't affected by all the negativity that other black people feel constantly so i think that's where that logic comes from and i definitely agree and i definitely feel that very often for sure Okay, well, this CNN article says it's hard being a black woman. We're supposed to save relationships, families, elections, communities, democracy, and basically the world, all while exhibiting, quote, black girl magic, unquote. But y'all mad when we save ourselves? Welcome to a new day. The heavy load is made worse by the fact that as black women, we're not socialized to give as much care to ourselves as we are expected to give to others. Black women are literally expected to be superwomen from heading households to serving as emotional support for white people who want to be allies, but need our help figuring out how to get there. So this is so 
this is from the viewpoint that black women need to be able to give each other self-care. They're so busy trying to do other things. But in what way was Shakari giving herself self-care? Is that the weed that got her disqualified? I think, yes. I think her was self-medicating with the, with the weed, I, I think I, they're saying I mean, that, that was that was her coping mechanism to her, to her mother passing away. Her but ability but to I, I mean, I, I do think that if this so is, I don't know that and I get it, that she obviously experienced a, a very big trauma, but if the rule for the Olympics is that you can not smoke weed then you have to buy that rule or don't go to the olympics so i get why i get her her need and her reason to want to self-medicate but if you are abiding by the rules of the ioc the international olympic committee then you have to abide by that you have to do that i think it's wild that everyone is using this as a way to um, I mean, Beanie Man and Nicki Minaj <laughs> came out with something when Shakari uh, had uh, tweeted, miss me yet, when the Jamaican team won. So I guess Beanie Man is Jamaican, and I don't know if yeah. Nicki Minaj is... is it, but, no, uh, <laughs> I mean, Nicki Minaj is Trinidadian. It's like, it seems like everyone wants to use these athletes to put you know, whatever they want on this. Republicans to say, you know, Simone possibly cast aspersions at black celebrities as well while doing it. She's let us all down. You know, then then she says, miss me yet. (laughs) And these black entertainers shade her, you know, (laughs) and put with, with things with Jamaican flags in it. I mean, does this competition bring out the best and the worst in us? I mean, the best athletically? Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I, I mean, but but sports, sports always does that because it's so poor, especially in, in the Olympics where you literally have countries against countries, but in so many of these countries, people from those other countries live. Like in America, you have so many you have so many uh, West Indian Americans, Jamaicans, Trinidadians, St. Lucians, Bajans, uh, Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, who live in, in America, but you have, like, for example, when I watch track and field, and I see a St. Lucian um, um, track star running. I'm not rooting for America. I'm rooting for the St. Lucian Island because that's where my family, that's that's where my people from. So, you know, it's 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 all very nuanced. And then you have um, in beach volleyball, like Qatar literally recruits volleyball players from Africa, like from, from, from Nigeria, from Lagos, from all these other countries to play for Qatar because they want the best of the best. So the people who are playing for the Qatar team in, in beach volleyball, they ain't even... Um, um, Qatarian. They're from Nigeria. They're from somewhere else. So it's all just so convoluted. Who knows what's okay. what? I don't even know if Qatar is pronounced Qatar or Qatar. It's Qatar. I don't know. Bunny, educate yourself, please. Are you sure? Jesus, it's embarrassing. Ugh. Okay. I'm positive. I think. I mean, it's not Qatar. like you positive, but I'm positive. <laughs> no, you're positive. Yeah, you're positive. Not, not about this. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got two non-sports people. You got two non-sports people talking about, I know you like water sports, but besides that, we don't know anything about sports. I don't know Did you play any sports in school? Like, I can't even picture you like oh, in school God. playing. Well, you, you you went to like a Quaker school, so they probably didn't have sports. Y'all just made fucking uh, arts and crafts all day. I didn't go for a Quaker school except for two years. But look, you know, this is this is what a sissy I am. I loved volleyball, and I loved uh, <laughs> that. What was it? Four square. But you see, here's the thing about me. 
I am not competitive. I like, I got the biggest thrill when we were playing volleyball and we kept the ball up in the air. Because with me, that's not a given. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I mean, I, like the, the idea of wanting to slam it. Like I did experiment with tennis, um, you know. And I, but I mean, honey, I was a, 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 a basically a redneck brat. I played a little bit of everything: football. You know, uh, I could never hit a baseball. Please, girl, never. Can you please what, get a favorite? picture of you? From your youth. I want to see, like, I want to see, like, a young high school bunny. I want to see what you look like. Well, honey, now, I'll tell you what I did do is ballet and tap. And once when the National <laughs> Ballet uh, Company uh, from Cind uh, doing Cinderella came through Chattanooga, they obviously would cast the, quote, boy, unquote, roles. And I was to present Cinderella with a glittering crown on a cushion at the Chattanooga's Ooh. largest theater. So I was involved in dance and tap. Honey, I had long hair. Honey, you couldn't tell me nothing. Sorry, I lost you. <laughs> with you in it, it was with you in the production, it's more like Cinderella. Oh, okay. That was Jerry Lewis, but I would not mind getting what he made for that movie. Um, yeah, I... I I, I was no, I, I was just the, the the crown bearer. That was my little gig, and I got my straight friend Paul to help out. <laughs> oh word! Paul, and, and, did you and, fuck and, Paul I, as well? Oh, shut up! Uh, the, the, when I wanted his brother, uh, when and his neighbor, when um, when uh, <laughs> and his the, father and his cousin, oops, and his okay, uncle. No, not his son. No, no. Uh, and my sister wanted his other brother. Okay, I just told the whole family tales, <laughs> but um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's true, it's true. But one year, one year, I took Paul when I was like eleven and got in drag in my mom's mm -hmm. old clothes, and I don't know where I got a foul old short gray wig. And so I just went out, and people were like, "What's your costume?" I said, "I'm a woman, and he's my pa Paul is my husband." <laughs> Buddy, no that is not creative nothing. at all. I'm very disappointed. <laughs> we used to go. We used to go to our neighbors in what we called was a jewelry club, and basically ask our neighbors for jewelry that they didn't want. And we would come away with all these rings and girl shit. Uh, everybody knew. They were trying to put the wig yeah. on me, saying, "Honey, this is who you are." Oh, really? See, oh, I want to see pictures horrible. of all of these. I'm sure. Anyway, I'm sure you guys would like chisel it into into some stone or something. I would love to see whatever whatever uh, uh, tidbits from your youth you'd had. I'd love to see your youth, buddy. Well, there is a wonderful, glamorous photo of me stepping out of a horse-drawn carriage. You know, the kind we were in back in the 1700s. Whatever you guys had to do to employ Tina Burner, we love that. Next week, we will be back with a guest. Next week, we'll be back. And then maybe next week, we can do stereo calls. I have actually missed the stereo calls. Me too. We do. Up until now, for since last September, people could not get evicted for not paying their rent. A lot of people have lost their jobs um, with mm -hmm. the pandemic or have not gone in because they're scared to go to work or, you know, have health, health issues or long COVID or whatever. And so the 
they just let that expire. And I think like half of LA people, uh, d- residents are behind on their rent. To give you an idea mm-hmm. of how big this is, um, six. million or something have reported being behind on their rent. And um, then 3.6 million will be evicted within two months. And so this was known for the last month and Biden kind of let it go. Now he let it go and threw it to Congress and said, y'all need to do something because apparently, this is disputed, the Supreme Court said that he couldn't do anything. It has to go through Congress. And so he threw it to Congress and Congress act had an uproar about it um, and then didn't really hold a vote on it because, well, Republicans are against it and 12 conservative Democrats were against it. So Nancy knew with the with the small majority that she would not have the votes. And they went on a seven-week vacation. So this, you know, Marianne Williamson, uh, the former presidential candidate, said that this is a real Marie Antoinette let them eat cake moment. And just to give people a little bit of perspective about this, so the conservative viewpoint is, so what? They don't have their rent? Get them out. Um, there's There are people who, who uh, you know, this is not the side that I'm on, but I know the argument. 40% of landlords are not big companies. They are mom and pop places that have an extra room or an extra apartment or even a small apartment building to rent. And they, the landlord associations, have been applying for rental assistance because they know some of these people can't uh, throw them out. I mean, they they know some of the people can't pay their rent. So they're asking from the government for rental assistance. But so the the conservatives are going to back the the money classes, the people who who are landlords. And I'm I'm not saying that landlords should be shafted, but um, the progressive idea is extend the rent, uh, the, the, the eviction moratorium. So I don't know what this does. They let this go. And AOC and other members of the squad have camped out on the front steps of the Capitol. But people are saying, why didn't you do this before? You know, this is this could will be scary. I mean, we're in a new phase with the Delta variant. And how do you wash your hands and where do you store your mask with a, um, if you're homeless? I mean, it's like hundreds of, uh, uh, I mean, thousands and thousands of children are homeless who attend schools. I mean, this is really getting scary. Yeah. You know what, Bunny? I think we should say. Let's, let's just pick up on it next week. Yeah. Okay. And then next week we can talk because that because the the eviction memorial uh, moratorium is not going away anytime soon. It's about to be a big ass fucking problem in this country. So yeah, it's scary. It's scary. You know, let's just do yeah, a little yeah. With and it. then you know, maybe we can do some maybe we can do some stereo calls about how you guys are feeling about the about the uh, about the moratorium and how it may affect you. And, well, um, anyway, 
Well, thank you guys for tuning in to another Ebony and Irony. Next week, we'll be back with some stereo calls. We'll be back with uh, some other topics. And we will talk about the eviction moratorium because this country is going up in smoke. (laughs) And we aim to enlighten and depress you here on Ebony and Irony. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'll do the enlightening. You'll you'll handle the, the the depression. You've been doing it so well for yeah. <laughs> seventy two years. Uh, you ain't lying. Uh, the uh, Monet, <laughs> how I've missed chatting with you. Same, me too, Benny. But soon we'll be what? reunited, and it will feel so hood. And look at oh yes, because I am known to be knocking dim boots. <laughs> And <laughs> with the baby stuff that you probably don't even know about yet. Yeah, with the baby. <laughs> my bu- oh, there's my husband. I have to go. The baby's right. calling. Well, I'll talk to you soon, girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he. baby may say that. The baby may say that on stage, but honey, he was over here the other night and he tore my pussy up like it was an insurrection, honey. Oh my! God. That was a joke. <laughs> your 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 insurrection gave him a gave him an erection. Uh huh. <laughs> yes. All right. Well, on that foul note, people, and now we're leaving with everyone imagining <laughs> what would it be like to be inside Bunny. Seems so inviting, right, guys? Okay. Mm. Bye. Okay. That's one word to to describe it. I give up. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Should we stay on until they can come? They want to come now. Podcast Network.